hi welcome back to justiana where i talk about just about anything that pops into my brain whether it's throughout the day this week this month i don't know just whatever pops into my brain and i think i can talk 10 minutes about that is this podcast and like i do in every podcast i want to thank everyone who has shared subscribed giving me feedback, supported this podcast, shared it on their Instagram post, shared it via Twitter. I just am so grateful. So thank you. It's a labor of love and it's really not labor. Well, it might be labor because sometimes I don't have any ideas. But anyway, that's a whole nother subject. But this week, I thought I would continue along the path of dating and boundaries and that whole thing. And before I get started, I am not going to mention anybody's name in this podcast. But if you know who these people are, then you just know who these people are. And that's just what that's just what it is. I, you know, this is my life. And if you happen to be in it and you play a role, then you might end up as a story in my podcast. Hopefully it's a positive one. But if it's not, Whoop! I don't know what to tell you. I actually do know what to tell you, but I'm not going to tell you. Anywho, um, so let me get started. Oh, let me say some things before I get started with this podcast. I think I might have a surprise for you guys next Wednesday. I am going out of town. I probably will still have the podcast. It just might not happen on Wednesday. It might be published on Thursday because I might have like um, someone doing the podcast with me. So we'll see how that goes. So that's a surprise and that should be a good time. Okay. So here we go. It's been a year. So today is June 16th. And last year, this time I arrived into Boston, really Braintree, Massachusetts, uh, to be who, um, I thought was going to be, uh, my last relationship in my life. However, it was not. Um, yeah, it wasn't, at least I hope it was my last relationship. I hope there's one coming, uh, in the future eventually. Um, and I lasted about six weeks there. So six weeks after I had made a life or some type of life, I left, I drove back across the country to Los Angeles. Um, and by far was one of the best decisions I could have made for myself at that time. Um, And in that, what I learned was I didn't have any boundaries in a relationship, not one. And that's why that relationship was such a disaster, such a disaster. And so that's why I'm gonna continue with boundaries and how they look for me and my life and maybe how you can apply them to you in your life. I hope this resonates with you Um, And if it doesn't resonate at this moment, hopefully it resonates with you in the future. You can just have it in your tool bag of things to use when you get into in any relationship. Actually, it doesn't have to be a love relationship. So nevertheless, um, I learned so much about boundaries and I'm just going to tell you two or three stories um, about how just my mindset towards boundaries have have changed since that relationship from um, a year ago. So with him, I didn't have any boundaries. And so a really good example of not having any boundaries with him would be um, 
we make a date that I was going to fly out there. Mind you, mind you, that's super black. Just to let you know, when somebody says, mind you, they about to get in it. So we were in a relationship for about two and a half years and it was long distance. He never came to California. That's a red flag. Heads up, everybody. If your significant other doesn't travel to you at least once, something's wrong. Um, and that's a hindsight moment. So just leave it like that. So we would set dates about me visiting and he would be okay with the dates, but he never offered to pay for a flight, go halfies on a flight. He did once, but I had to chew him out and that's how I got that done. But honestly, I went out there maybe 10 to 12 times before I actually moved and he only did one of those flights. I paid for everything, never offered. And so... What would normally happen is a week before I was scheduled to leave, he would text, call and say, oh my God, something came up. Um, the plans are changed. I might not be able to see you the very first day or I might not be able to pick you up or I might not, there's something like ridiculous would happen. And I wouldn't even say anything because one, I hadn't seen him in such a long time. I was just excited to get any time with him when I got out there. So I'd be like, oh, okay, I understand. When in reality, you had about 12 weeks to figure all of this out, all of it. You should have locked things down so nothing comes up, nothing. Unless your child, something happens. But more than likely, you should have had all your plans done. So... Um, it was always something and I would never confront him. I would never honestly be like, I can't believe you changed again. Or I would just always be so understanding and so accommodating. And really it wasn't understanding. It wasn't accommodating. I just didn't value my worth. Let's be honest about that. I didn't value my time, my energy. I didn't make myself a priority. I just was looking for scraps and Honestly, it's very easy for me to be transparent at this moment without any tears because I have said this to myself numerous times. I have done so much work on why that relationship went astray and what part I played. So I, I know my bullshit. Like, I know it. So that was like having no boundaries, none whatsoever. And in reality, what I should have, ha should have said to him is, okay, well, I'm not coming out for that time because you planned this, we planned this, and now you're reneging on it. I'm not going to partake in that. I really believe if you don't stand up for yourself, if you don't show people how to treat you, then they will treat you any type of way. And he treated me any type of way because I allowed it. Let me be very clear. I allowed it. He didn't have to treat me that way, of course. But I also didn't have to put up with it. And I did for way too long. So that's just one example of not having boundaries. Just your time is valuable. Make sure other people know it's valuable. Don't just um, accept whatever little scraps they want to give you. If you have boundaries with time, people will respect it. Here's the thing. People will either respect that you now have these boundaries about time and what you will do and what you will put up with, or they won't respect it, but you don't need those people anyway. That's the mindset that we have to have as women, maybe men, 
moving along 2020. Like if they don't want to mess with you the way you need them to mess with you, good riddance. And it's okay. You might find somebody later. You might not find somebody later, but I'd rather be single and respect myself than be with somebody that doesn't respect me at all. So I'm just going to leave that there for you to have before I go on a tangent. That's why I'm writing scripts now, y'all, because if I don't write a script, I will just go on these random ass tangents. So that's scenario number one. No boundaries with guy. One example was flight. Got sucked all into that. Paid for everything. Oh, geez. Don't even want to talk about it. Will never happen again. Uh, in the last two weeks, it's been very funny. So I have um, one guy that I met and we hit it off. Not lovingly, but very friendshiply. I don't even know if that's a word. Hopefully if you listen to this podcast, you just know I make up words on the fly and you're okay with it. Met this guy. Um, good, just very great conversation. Of course he has a beard. So, you know, that just makes me more intrigued. But anyway, he lives in Georgia. And at this point in my life, I actually don't care where a man lives because I have money. I can fly. I'm not scared to fly. I don't care where you live. If it's good energy, I'm going to be about it. So anyway, we were joking about, um, him, me going to Georgia and it was just honestly a joke between both of us. And then something happened and I'm like, oh my God, do you need me to come out there jokingly and not even really thinking about anything? And he's like, no, I say, okay. And then a couple of days uh, go on and he's like, you know what? I, I actually think I would like you to come out. And I'm like, okay, I don't really mention anything, guys. I don't say oh, I'll pay for my flight. I don't say anything. I don't really give dates. I don't do any of that because I'm at this point with boundaries. If you want me, you will let me know that you want me. So after me not really mentioning, which is really hard for me, let me have another transparent moment. It's really hard for me to not say, when do you want me? How do you want me? Let's do this. Let's do that. It's very hard for me to not be that way. But being that way got me into trouble many, many times. So I'm really trying to find a balance between um, letting them come to me and then me showing them that I like them back. So a reciprocity, a balance that's been very challenging for me, but it's actually been super rewarding um, these couple of months. So anywho, he's like, so when do you think you're coming? And I'm like, okay, well, I have to work. I give this whole story about work. It's not done. I go on summer vacation. I give him a date that I can probably go out there. And he's like, okay, do you want to stay for, how long do you want to stay for? And I'm really like trying not to give you all the information and details about this. So anyway, I give him a time and he's like, okay, call me. Let me see if I can pay for your flight. Okay, so my mouth dropped open. I wish I had a video of how I looked when he said, let me pay for your flight. Because I was like, dude, I've only known you for maybe six weeks and you're about the business. And I knew my ex for very long and he was clearly not about the business. But what I do know is when people pay for things, they value things. They don't want to mess up things they paid money for. You pay $1,500 for a Louis Vuitton bag. You don't want anybody to fuck with that bag. 
right? Like we value our money and how we spend it. So I gave him a date. We talked. He booked my flight. Yes. Boundaries. I'm not going to give it to you, but you can ask me and we can work together. Felt very good about that. So I'm going to head on to that destination fairly soon. So that's another example of boundaries. And hopefully you guys are not getting bored and you're just entertained with my madness because that's just what it is. So two other things happened this week with two other guys who I actually know and I really had to enforce boundaries with them. And I don't know if they know that I'm enforcing boundaries with them, but I know that I'm enforcing boundaries. A guy that I used to date in between the breakups with my Boston ex um, came back into the picture and not really in the picture, but just like, how are you doing with all this stuff that's going on? And so we've been chit-chatting here and there and he loves astronomy so looking at the stars and i love looking at the stars i love looking at the moon i am a moon child i will stare up into the sky just gazing and people will be like let's go and i'm just really looking in the sky i love it and he's the guy that i would like flip around my gym schedule for so i think i talked about him already and how i didn't have boundaries with him and this week he's like hey these two planets are linked together have you seen it no i haven't seen it he's like we should get together and see it okay when you say we should get together and see it i automatically think like okay whatever i'm not giving you a date i don't give dates to men anymore i don't ask them when they want to see me because i feel like if you want to see me you you literally know when you want to see me because for various reasons. So I just said, okay. And I haven't heard anything back from him about like, when are you going to come over and watch the stars with me? So I just checked that off of off as not a priority. And that's fine. If I'm not a priority, that's fine. That just lets me know where I'm in in your world. So enforcing boundaries was not necessarily for him but it was for me to acknowledge where i'm at in his priority list last one and then i'll wrap this up because where are we at right now we're at 14 minutes and i promised y'all that i wouldn't have really long um podcasts i'm sorry second or whatever fifth guy tenth guy one millionth guy who knows at this point anyway um <laughs> He, we've chatted off and on and he's always like, we should get together. We should get together. Look, once again, he said it today and I was like, nope, I'm not into casual things. I'm just not doing that anymore. And he was like, oh, I respect that. Okay, well maybe we can go grab a drink. And I was like, sure. Did I get a date? Did I get a time? Did I get anything? Nope. Did I ask him when, what time? Nope. Because I figure, you know what, if you want to be about it, then you will ask me. And if you don't, then that's also fine. And honestly, let me also do this as a transparent moment. If I was really feeling the vibe of somebody and I felt like it was going to be a reciprocity and they weren't just trying to sleep with me, I would say, okay, well, when do you think? But from these guys, I don't think that they want anything more than like, you know, goodness stuff this i don't know the ages of people who listen to this so i'm not going to say anything inappropriate but you know what i'm saying all right so here are my takeaways for women and for men who are 
um, in situations where they are having trouble enforcing boundaries or they have done some self-reflection and they're like, oh my God, I have not really been um, setting strong boundaries for for the relationships that I'm in. Okay, here we go. Women or men, whatever, in the relationship, you should not be doing all the work. You should not always be asking them when. Don't do that. Um, because when you chase after a partner, that sets up the rest of the relationship. They always think that you will be chasing them and asking them and maybe they'll get bored or maybe they'll get used to it and then you will feel some type of way about it. I know you will because I did. Um, you don't have to be a bitch, but don't settle. Stop treating these grown men or women like they are toddlers. They know how to make plans with their homies, their gamer friends, their families, and they also know how to make that one plan with that one girl that they're going to end up in a relationship with after they told you they're not looking for anything serious. They know how to make plans. They get up to work every morning. They know how to set an alarm. They know how to do these things. So don't think that they don't know how to do it. And I think this is my biggest takeaway. And uh, I read this book after I got back from Boston and it was the four agreements. And one of the four agreements is be impeccable with your word to yourself. And when I read that, that was an aha moment because I'm the type of person that makes all these plans. And then I'd be like, I'm too tired. I'm going to do this. I'm too tired. Okay. So being impeccable with your promises to yourself is com making a commitment to yourself. It's make a commitment to yourself to set boundaries and then stick to it. Because if you can't keep promises to yourself, why would anyone else keep them to you, right? I hope that makes sense. But in, in all honesty, if you can't even keep your word to yourself, then why would anybody else want to keep their word when they make promises to you? You don't even respect yourself enough to be like, oh, yes, I'm going to do it. I'm going to do it. Then I'm not going to expect Tom, Dick or Harry to do the same exact thing for me. And I can't even do it for myself. And so one of the main things that really changed um, just my mindset was being impeccable with my word to myself, not necessarily everybody else, although I try to be impeccable with my word to other people. But it was really important for me to like make promises when I made promises to myself to actually implement the promises that I made to myself. So like this podcast is something that I really wanted to do. And I said, when I had downtime, I was definitely going to do it. And honestly, I had downtime and I had talked myself out of why I shouldn't do it in all the ways that it could be like, blah. Um, but I was like, you have a promise. Just do it. Even if it's shit, you still did it. You still did it. So yeah, that's um, boundaries, dating, a whole lot of, just a whole lot of things in this one podcast that has lasted 20 minutes. I apologize. I hope that you got something out of it. I hope it was entertaining. I hope you're not offended if you're one of the guys that I talked to, but also if you're one of the guys that 
I mentioned in this, you probably want to get your shit together. Unless you're the guy that bought my ticket, you probably already have your shit together. Um, other than that, uh, stay tuned for next week because that should be a very, very fun show. Um, I think it should be a fun show if I do it the way I think I want to do it. So stay tuned for that. Once again, share this, subscribe to this podcast, leave a five-star rating on Spotify, Apple, Breaker, Anchor, uh, what else? Google Podcasts, all of the things. And just thank you. I am really humbled. I feel super blessed to have people listen to me talk about nonsense. So thank you. Have a great week.